Welcome and thank you for joining us on Birth Mother Matters in Adoption with Kelly Rourke Scary and me, Ron Rains, where we delve into the issues of adoption from every angle of the adoption triad. Do what's best for your kid and for yourself because if you can't take care of yourself, you're definitely not going to be able to take care of that kid and that's not fair. And I know that my daughter will be well taken care of with them. Don't have an abortion. Give this child a chance. All I could think about was needing to save my son. My name is Kelly Rourke-Scary. I am the executive director, president, and co-founder of Building Arizona Families Adoption Agency, the Donna K. Evans Foundation, and creator of the You Before Me campaign. I have a bachelor's degree in family studies and human development and a master's degree in education with an emphasis in school counseling. I was adopted at the age of three days, born to a teen birth mother, raised in a closed adoption, and reunited with my birth mother in 2007. I have worked in the adoption field for over 15 years. And I'm Ron Raines. I've worked in radio since 1999. I was the co-host of two successful morning shows in Prescott, Arizona. Now I work for my wife, who's an adoption attorney, and I'm able to combine these two great passions and share them on this podcast. If you enjoy this podcast, make sure to rate and review us on whatever platform you use to listen to us and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Look for AZ Adopt Podcast. Today on Birth Mother Matters in Adoption, we'll be hearing from birth mothers and a birth father, and they'll be telling us their stories about why they chose adoption and their adoption journey. My name is Nikita. I'm a birth mother. I chose Building in Arizona Families because... I was kind of lost at the beginning, didn't know what I wanted to do. Um, I ran into this over the internet, came in, I read about it some more, and then I met the people. And I was just like, okay, this is something that I can consider. Um, I didn't want to do an abortion because it'll be bad. So I chose to give my baby to someone who I know will love her and give her the best guidance. The family we chose was great. So it was just like a blessing out of the sky. It just came and I went with it and I feel fine now. I didn't want to just place her, my child with anybody. Um, I came a little late. So it was like everything happened so fast. But when I say that it happened fast, the people who I was working with, my case managers and stuff like that, they helped me get through it as far as it, you know, as fast as it came. So like when I picked the family and I read the book, it was just like the first time we seen the book, we was like, yeah, we're going to go with them. But then we read through it and it was like, okay. They can't have no baby. We can give bless them with a baby. And they just so loving and caring. Like, everybody was just so nice to me. And I just was like, this is where it's at. Like, I found family in this little group thing, Building Arizona. Like, I had nobody. And they came through. Like, they was there every step of the way. Like, seriously. So it was great for me. Nice experience, hard experience, but I got through it. I pray a lot, and I know that by me picking this family, it wasn't just somebody that was thrown at us. So it was like it took a while to, we're going to give this baby to a family that we don't even know. But once I sat down and I met with the 
adoptive mother and adoptive father, I felt confident in what I was doing. So like the way I dealt with the coping and knowing that I'm giving my baby up, it was just like, can you provide for this baby right now? No, you can't provide for this baby right now. Can you support this baby right now? No, you cannot. So I cope better with just knowing that I had somebody else right there. And they were, the family was even with me too. Like everything was fine. We even got a connection with the family. So that's how I coped. And I'm coping right now after giving my baby up, you know, I, I'm coping, I'm doing good. I thought I would be a crybaby, but it's like, once you figure in your heart that your baby is safe, nobody's harming your baby, your baby's not dead, you know? You know your baby is still out there, so you, you're you fine. Long as you know she ain't hurt, you're gonna be okay. <laughs> it's fine. The best thing about adoption, open adoption, is you still get to communicate. It may not be every day, but the family, long as the family is willing to send pictures every six months every, or every three months to six months or a 90-minute visitation through the Skype, you know, and just just knowing that you have that still kind of connection, it makes you feel better because it's not like you just gave your baby up and you don't want nothing to do with him. There's still a way you can be a part of that baby's life, not having to be right there to raise them, but you're still being a part of that baby's life. And the family we chose, they just like, sure, we'll send pictures. I mean, I got pictures two days after I had my baby. like, And I was like feeling good, like, oh, they are really nice. They not gonna trade on me. I thought like, when you in that process of giving your baby up for adoption, you're like, is these people going to stick with what they said? Are they going to send pictures? Are they going to let us talk when we get older? And you got to be smart about what family you're choosing because some families could do that. But this one is great. And it's, it, that's what also brings me closer. They send a picture or one of my case managers will be like, oh, did you get this, Nikita? And it'll be a picture of her. So it's like... Great. They family. They still look out for you even when you have your child and you done, you know, did what you had to do as far as the, with the adoption. They still be right there like, are you okay? Uh, how, you need counseling? Like anything, they're still there to help you. And that's why I love BAF. <laughs> I really do. I found family in y'all. <laughs> my name is Nicole. I chose adoption. After I struggled, because I called you guys like way back in May, and I finally called it back in like August. Because back in May, I was like, well, that's a good idea, maybe, but maybe I can keep the child. As time went by, I couldn't get jobs, so I decided to put the child up for adoption because I can't afford a kid. I wanted the adoptive parents to be a lot like me, but different than me in terms of stability, because I am like far from it. Um, I wanted them to, you know, have their life put together, and but I wanted them to kind of be like me, all quirky and energetic. I had like five families to choose from. A couple of them didn't work out because of my heritage. So the family I chose only had one kid, and like they were looked active and they looked clean, and they looked like they were in with their family. So I chose them. 
tell me about your relationship with the adoptive family. Where did it start and where is it now? I'm in contact with the adoptive mom every day through email, through Child Connect. So and every week I get pictures. But all I really wanted was to know how the child was doing and get pictures every now and then. I get like 10 or 15 pictures every week. I am very happy with my adoptive choice. Adoption is probably much, pretty much the best idea for the child if you don't have your life put together like me. I moved out here from the East Coast because I lost everything in the flood from Hurricane Florence. And I literally moved out here with the clothes on my back. And ever since I've been rebuilding little by little, um, the pregnancy came as a surprise. And I never even like went to the doctor until like I was eight months pregnant. If you know or foresee that you can't take care of a child, you need to do adoption. For me, it was, I knew before I moved out here that it was gonna take at least a year and a half for me to get everything back in place. But when I found out I was pregnant, I was like, whoa, that, there's a monkey wrench in everything. So I'm just now starting the process of rebuilding. So now I got a year and a half long fight to rebuild everything. I am very happy with my adoption choice. I couldn't have picked a better family because of how like the adoptive mom and I are and how stable they are with their life. And uh, their oldest child loves the baby. Like I get pictures of both of them all the time. So my favorite thing about building Arizona families is Kelly and Christy. They made this, this whole process like pretty much easy for me to go through. So whenever I had a problem, I just text them and they would reply. That's that's my favorite thing. All right, my name is Deshaun and uh, I'm a birth father. And you know, I picked the program because you know, out of the you know, I was going through a little situation where I just moved here to the city and it, it was a big jump for me, you know. And, and everything happened at once, you know. And I'm trying to, you know, get on my feet and it was like, what am I going to do? You know, and uh, abortion just wasn't in the, you know, in the situation at all. So, you know, my fiance found the program and she was like, what do you think? And I'm like, it's better than just, you know, not, not even giving it a chance. So we went with this and going through it, it was kind of hard at first, like giving my baby up, like to strangers, like we don't do that, you know what I'm saying? But after, you know, looking at the families and, you know, and it was like, you know, they couldn't have kids. So it was like, you know, I felt like we was giving a gift to somebody else. Like, we helping them out, they helping us out. Everybody, it, it, it's a circle. So it was like, boom, maybe it's a blessing after all. You know, God bless us to bless somebody else and everybody receive their own blessings. And then after... It happened. It was hard for me, you know, because it's like I got to be the strong one, keep her strong. But as you know, I had my breakdowns, you know, still do, cause you know, and but after all, I'm just happy because I know that the baby's taken care of, it, you know, a roof over his head, you know, and she's not suffering from any hurt, harm, or dangers because the family was just perfect too. They they made me feel like I was part of their family, so I'm like, I know the baby is. Is in good hands, you know. And fr from day one, when the baby came into the world, you know, they was there. You know, it was like whew, everything was just great, you know. It, it, it wasn't about, you know. First, I did, like, oh, black baby, this, you know. It was, then I was like, after that, it was like, you know, I didn't see color after I f met the family and everything. It was just beautiful. And it was like 
great. So wait, let's go back to that. So when you say you didn't see color, what do you mean? Like, um, black baby with uh, uh, another, you know, like stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Because it may, it, it may happen. You know, it may not go to another black family or another. And then, but I was like, hey, I didn't see that after I met the family because it was like they people just like me, and it was just all cool. And I was like, hey. Yeah, because, you know, black people, it's like, if we have kids and the kids, we, we just can't take them, all right, they go to grandma, you know, or, or, or they go to auntie, stuff like that. And it's like, no adoption, no, no, none of that. So it was like, that. that's why I say it was different for us. So how did you fight that stereotype and that preconception of everything that you've heard about and all of the norms in, in your culture? How did you overcome those? Be, and find peace in your choice. Because it's like I, I overcame it, the situation of, you know, the black and the white thing, because it's like, you know, you you got to get past that in the world today because people are different, you know, and not everybody's the same, you know. Just because I, I may look at somebody like, oh, they're there, oh, what they know about raising kids, but you never know, you know what I'm saying? It, and my thing is, I put my child in a better experience where it learns something different, uh, another culture, language, you know, food, and it's like you 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 gotta you gotta mix it up. You know? So, what would you tell another black man who is walking into an adoption agency with his woman, and she's pregnant, and he's kind of on the fence, like you know, I know I can't take care of the baby, but you know, how do I do this? Because this isn't what we do. What would you say to him? I would say to a person with coming in, just a, a black man or a black couple that's coming in, I would tell them just, you know, uh, they're doing the right thing. You know, it, it's it's not about black, white, ra racist. It's not, it's not about that. Everybody's equal and just doing it. And, and it, it's better for the child. It's better for the child. Just thinking about you, you're putting the child in a better situation. Because they're not going to put your child in harm. You're not putting your child in harm. This is a better situation, a better outcome, just a better future. You know, It's not like you're giving your child away. You sit down the future. You get pictures. You get video. Everything. You're still in the child's life, but you just put it in a better situation. I'm Christina. I'm 32 years old, and I first came to building Arizona families um, for an adoption. Uh, it's hard to go through the adoption, but um, I felt more content and I felt at peace when I came to the office and I seen the picture of Kelly's birth mom. Because when I went to rehab back in 2016, um, I seen that picture at Crossroads for Women. And I went for 120 days and I stayed there and then I got out and then... So the time goes forward now that I was pregnant, but I was in a time of need, and the adoption agency helped me out tremendously. And uh, going through with what I was going through, living here and there, bouncing back and forth wasn't really stable, and knowing that I loved children so much that my other two ended up getting removed from me and with my family. Um, it was hard at first, but the Building Arizona families, they helped me out tremendously. My case manager, she's amazing, and then Kelly, and most of the other females that are working at Building Arizona families. 
seeing you guys, it brings a smile to my face and a little bit more hope and stuff because going through this process, it has put me up and down in my lows and talking it over with Kelly and it, it kind of sets in and makes you a little bit more at ease and at home. So I was blessed to come into contact with Building Arizona Families so that way I could uh, give my baby a better life than what I could give him right now because I'm not at no I'm not at I'm not saying that I'm not capable of it but I am but I'm just more rather see him accomplish more things that I could get than I could not give him right now so that's why I chose building Arizona families so that way he can get a better education and helping out another family is amazing too and it's hard for certain women that don't always have that hope to go and find a place or to look out or have the extra resources. And knowing that someone else probably has gone through with what they've gone through, you know, I've been there with the drugs or whatnot. But other than that, I went, got help, and then here I am, pregnant, but I'm still drug-free. But it's a battle. It's up and down, and it's a rocky road. And I just know what it's like being in, you're never going to be a recovered addict. You're still in recovery. But it's a process. And you just got to have the strength and the heart to just keep pushing forward. If, even if it's harder than heck, you just got to keep fighting and keep striving. You always have that other hope on the other side. Being on the streets, bouncing from this motel to that motel, not having a stable place to live out there on Mesa on the east side, it was hard because I thought that I had some pr pretty good friends there for me, but didn't. Because in the end, they still just gave me the foot out the door until I made the initiative. I read more about building Arizona families, and that's what I felt more at peace and home. And walking through the door and having the secretary at the back at the door, and she greets us when we walk in. It's really, it's really amazing. So. Going through with what I went through and coming here for that first visit and signing my paperwork, I was like kind of like nervous and she knew it and she felt it and I was like, I'm sorry, I just don't know, you know what to do. And she's like, no, don't apologize, it's all good. But it helped me out a lot too because they, it's not that it's like forcing, you guys are just right there to like help us and guide us into a good positive way to make us feel more at home and secure. Because the ones like me, being out there on the streets, I mean, coming to the, walking through the door at Building Arizona Families, it's hard because we always get judgmental looks from everybody else, but you guys don't. It's like welcoming and more of a home feeling. I haven't felt home, I would say, since my two daughters got removed from me. So seeing that picture of your mom, and then it just reminded me of that. Everything was good and the positive thing that you and every, every, all the other co-workers give us girls. My aunt went back and forth with me and she she pretty much said some hurtful things and at the end, finally at the end, what made her come around and actually, actually she came around is recently, like last week when she told me that my dad, who got my first two removed from me, um, was going down to the courts to file to get the baby from me when I gave birth. But when she found out that I was going through the adoption agency, she's like, I know I said some of the 
meanest and cruelest things to you, she goes, but it's a noble thing that what you're doing. And she goes, it's very hard and I know it, but I'll still be here in the end. Thankfully, you're going through that adoption agency because now your dad and your stepmom won't be able to get, try to take the baby away. And that's the best thing about it because my son will be going with his family, which is my adoptive parents that I picked and I'm amazed and I'm glad and I'm thankful. So he'll be perfectly fine and my dad and my stepmom can't do nothing about it, thank God. So growing up, I had a rough life, very rough life. I was like, if you could put all like the scapegoat and all those words into one, that's me growing up. But in the end, no matter what or however hard it was, I still just, I found a positive solution out of every negative outcome. Just kept pushing and kept pushing, kept pushing forward and kept going and kept going. There was times when I just wanted to give up. There's still times that I still want to give up, but I just, I don't know what it is. I just keep going. The inner strength, I just remember seeing my daughter's faces. I remember positive people that have been by my side and they're there to tell me, no, you keep going, you keep pushing, don't give up. Like Gloria, she's she's right there on top of it and Sarah and you and stuff. So you guys are more like a, I don't know, it's like one big family, you know what I mean? What advice would you give to another woman who is pregnant and trying to figure out what to do? Uh, personally, I know how it feels, and I would just let her know my experience and tell her I've been there. I can't express what you're going through, but I can understand what you are going through because I've been there once before. And if you need somebody to go with you, I'll go with you. We have a pregnancy crisis hotline available 24-7 by phone or text at 623-695-4112, or you can reach us on our toll-free number at 1-800-340-9665. We can make an immediate appointment with you to get you to a safe place, provide food and clothing, and help you get started on creating an Arizona adoption plan, or just give you more information. Check out our blogs on our website at azpregnancyhelp.com and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter by looking for AZ Adopt Podcast. If you enjoy this podcast, make sure to rate and review us on whatever platform you use to listen to us. Birth Mother Matters and Adoption was written and produced by Kelly Rourke Scary and edited by me. Thanks go out to Grapes for letting us use their song, I Don't Know, as our theme song. Join us next time on Birth Mother Matters and Adoption. For Kelly Rourke Scary, I'm Ron Rains, and we'll see you then.